0: Good morning and happy New year uh, back uh, for at least a day uh, before I have to lead off to another meeting but uh, hey it is what it is before we get started this year. let me just uh, remind you before Dave joins us here that uh, you know the the year has started. We are in 2023 and uh, if you plan on retiring especially in the next two to five years, it's vitally important that you make sure that you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next.
1: Time to check in on money this morning up in Wall Street. What are they doing to you today? will do a little spoiler. So far, they're getting kind of nice to you for the first trading day of the year. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who is here to uh, quantify exactly what went wrong last year and what's likely for this year ahead. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave, and happy new year as we get to the first trading day. Of, it's uh, about time. 2023. Imagine yep. that.
1: Yeah. Yep, you know, it's it's funny. Uh back 400 years ago, they used to figure when you needed to let blood. Uh, they used leeches. In 2022, I guess it was just hey, put some money in the stock market. You'll get a bloodletting, won't you? Uh
0: yeah, definitely uh seems to be that way. Um at least looking at uh you know, some of the returns for the year, definitely um that direction for sure. It was a lot.
1: I was doing an approximation yesterday kind of on the fly while we were uh, while I was soloing and uh, I was uh, probably the poster child of a whole bunch and we're looking at the Nasdaq exchange full year return in 2022 if you thought you were being really adventurous by investing all your money in Nasdaq you had a really crummy year you lost about 30% from January 1st to December 31st right
0: Yeah actually you're down 33.1% uh, in the Nasdaq and the Nasdaq you know, Dave, the first time since 2020, not 2020, since 2000, 2000, that's a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've had four negative quarters for the NASDAQ.
1: Lordy Lord. And, and, you know, we've been saying it all along because those tend toward being the growth stocks. They're more debt sensitive. So all anybody at, at the Federal Reserve needs to do is, to, instead of saying gazoon tight, saying, interest rate increase to a sneeze and NASDAQ goes crazy. And we just kind of proved that principle this year in spades. It didn't we?
0: Yeah, we, we really did. You know, it's it, um, one of those things where, the, you know, it's a, it's a ter- terrible year for the NASDAQ. Um, and, and the question is, is it over? How much more do we have to go? Do we have any to go? You know, we still have a lot of naysayers out there that think, you know, 2023 is just not going to be a good year. Um, because of inflation, you know, you got the FOMC meeting minutes coming out this week, um, and that may give us some indication, uh, Dave, what we've got to look forward to in uh, in 2023.
1: Yeah, this may very well be one of those, uh, you know, Fed minute weeks in which it could actually be a positive because with that back off to a half a point, which everybody said was too much anyway last month, if they get the feeling from the minutes. Uh that the even the Hawks that were on the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee last year, if they even see that, well, maybe we've done enough for a little while, that might be a real good positive market mover on Wednesday afternoon. I think it's Wednesday, isn't it?
0: Uh it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, yeah. which is tomorrow, right? <laughs> That's
1: right. It's only a four-day work week for a lot of folks. (laughs) It was not a fun fun time whatsoever. The the indication of how bad the stock markets were last year, I found a a think piece over the weekend on one of my tip sheets uh, that was headed up, the new hot investment product, Savings Accounts. (laughs) <laughs> you know, When you look at 4% uh, two-year federal bonds, a decent length CD could actually be a halfway attractive ev- investment these days if your long-term view is that things are going to be flat for a while.
0: Well, that, that's true, Dave, because I just pulled up um, the S&P U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, okay, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be safe, right? I mean, bonds are supposed to be a relatively safe investment, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So down 12 percent
1: last year yep yeah that old you 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 have always kind of poo-pooed the old rule of the 60 40 portfolio last year was one of those examples of where if you were 60 40 bond stocks depending upon how close you are to uh, retirement which is the 60 and which is the 40 that old rule of thumb just don't work no more because last year everybody took a bath on the investment markets didn't they
0: they did you know they, they really did the um, the s p 500, the stock indexes as well as the bond index all um you know took a took a, a decline last year so um and and they if they continue to raise interest rates that number can continue to go down.
1: Absolutely. and you know, The interest rates, you know, they, they affect so much more than we give them credit for, like we talk about NASDAQ all the time. But yeah, uh, looking at the bond rates and whatnot, that uh, was kind of, a, I saw it almost as a lighter side. But after all those years of my father-in-law having put too much money in CDs complaining about quarter percent interest rates, now all of a sudden savings accounts at the very least are almost looking attractive compared to, uh, compared to equity investments they actually are on the short-term basis. Uh, The good news that comes out of that is law of averages. Uh, The S&P had its worst year since the financial crisis back in 08. We were talking about how NASDAQ was down by a full third. Statistically, statistically only, The odds are in favor of this being at least a decent year because, uh, according to J.P. Morgan, anyway, uh, the major indexes have been positive in 32 out of 43 years, and the S&P and the the Dow have never, in their records anyway, had two consecutive down years. So this might be a time to think, okay, I got a few extra bucks. Maybe (laughs) early in January might not be a bad time to make a
0: shift. You know, one of the things I learned early on, Dave, is you never say never, right? Never say never. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe, maybe it won't happen, but um and statistically it won't happen, but but uh, you know, again, to say it's never happened um doesn't mean it won't happen. And so we've got a lot of headwinds coming into
1: 2023. Yeah, you did hear me try the odds I did. <laughs> Frankly, if I had some spare money, I'd wait until the recession that we're all almost certain is going to happen somewhere and put the money in right at the bottom because that'd probably be the best investment at the moment if I had free cash, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, it would if you knew when that was going to be, right? Because the other thing we have to remember is the stock market is a uh, you know a pre precursor, so it's looking six months down the down the road to what's going to happen, um, and it's reflecting that. So. So trying to figure out when that's really going to hit the bottom, yeah, that's a tough call.
1: That's absolutely true. This week is going to be eventful. I mean, we uh, referred to the Open Market Committee meetings uh, minutes tomorrow afternoon, but this also, given it's the first week of the year and the first week of the month, we're going to get our usual deluge of employment news, which also could at the end of the week when we get those full federal numbers be one of those good news bad news situations if the employment market during december looks unexpectedly hot we're going to have one of those good news bad news responses on equity markets they're going to end up tanking figuring that means we're looking at more interest rate increases if we're cooling off a little bit and we have a disappointing christmas season from an employment standpoint that's going to be one of those times where it could be good news meaning the inflation control measures are having some effect on the employment market it, it's got a potential to be a weird week ahead of us, doesn't it?
0: It, it does, you know, starting off with actually this morning. Um, you know, uh-huh. at 10 o'clock, we get a, a construction spending number. And and I think right. that one, you know, that's that's an important number there. Um, and then you're right. We've got, you know, Wednesday, you've got the FOMC meetings. You also have the job openings number coming out. Um, Thursday is, you know, the normal jobless numbers. But we also have the ADP employment report coming out. On is that uh, on do it tomorrow morning or
1: Thursday? Thursday? Thursday they're doing it this time?
0: Yeah. Okay. Thursday morning at 8.15 is when it's supposed to come out. Uh, and then Friday, you're right, Friday is is basically jobs day from all over the place, right? It's non-farm payrolls, it's the unemployment rate, it's the hourly average hourly earnings, uh, but we also have factory orders coming in Friday about 10 o'clock. That one's going to be True. a big
1: number. And uh, all of that stuff, like the house, like the construction spending, and the factory orders numbers. Yeah, you know, when things are normal, those are numbers that you just maybe see a ten point tick in the Dow based on them. But we're so touchy right now uh, that anything that's a surprise to the pleasant or the unpleasant size can be quite a quite a market mover in these days.
0: That's right. It, it really is. And then next week, man, oh boy, CPI comes out next week.
1: Now that'll be that will be first reading on fourth quarter already.
0: No, 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 no. CPI, consumer price index. Sorry, oh,
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, not GDP. Consumer, no GDP. I was going to say that's going to take at least three or four weeks to come up. Right? Oh okay, so yeah, yeah, that,
0: that won't come to the end of the month. So
1: yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, the the, uh, the inflation rate will always mess with people's brains. I haven't checked the Federal Reserve meeting schedule for this year yet. Do they have one in January, or are they skipping until February?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't have that in front of me either.
1: Uh, let's see. I'm going to do research while you talk.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, the <laughs> other thing we talk about all the time, Dave, is interest rates, right? So interest rates um, moving up some. We got the two year uh, trading right now, 4.38%, compared to the 30 year at 3.86%. So, so we're still uh, about a half a point there. Um, uh, upside down when it comes to rates, and the 10-year is uh, still at like three and three-quarters. So, um, interest rates still short-term are migrating upwards, and so that's, um you, you know, it's going to be interesting to see when that finally gets under control. I have a one big headline, Dave. Crude oil, big question mark. Could it hit 100 in 2023?
1: Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me enough time to double check. The next Federal Reserve Open Market Committee is February first. So it's kinda sort of half January, half February. They got eight meetings during 2023 plans. So we won't have any more scares until the first of February as far as what they do with interest rates.
0: Yeah. Unless, you know, that the minutes could come out and give us maybe some indication. But um, you're right. Until they actually get back together and it will be a new board in February, right? February first will be a new board of of uh, of presidents and so we'll see what they have to say.
1: And that's that's something we've alluded to now for about the last three meetings There has been a change in membership, and the conventional wisdom has kind of a shift toward a more dovish stance as far as the history of the uh, governors that are going on the voting positions in contrast to the ones that are going off, which uh, gives Wall Street a little bit of optimism that maybe, just maybe, they're going to uh, give us a chance to let all the interest rate increases from 2022 bake in before we start going crazy again.
0: And that would be a nice change of pace. Um... For sure, because let's face it, interest rates have ticked up significantly in 2022. And uh, it would be nice for a little relief in 2023, at least starting out, to see what those interest rates are finally going to do to us and and how much they've slowed down the economy. I, I got to yep. think that it, it slowed it down significantly in 2022.
1: Absolutely. Setting the table for the morning to see what we're doing today. Friday was a minor off day on Wall Street. I mean, it's weird when a 73-point drop in the Dow is considered minor, but relative to what we've seen over this past year, that's almost hold steady. The Dow was down by about 22 hundredths of a percent NASDAQ was down by a little under 10 on Friday. Uh, the S&P was down a little under 10 on Friday. And NASDAQ was down by 11.5. It was a relatively quiet day at the end of the year. What are we looking at this morning, 45 minutes early? Any good news to add?
0: Hey, I got some green ink this morning starting off the uh, 2023. Um, now, if we can close that way, it would be great as well. We got the uh, S&P 500 up almost six-tenths of a percent. That's about $22. The Dow is up four-tenths. That's $135. And the NASDAQ 100 is up almost nine-tenths of a percent, about $97. And the big winner this morning, actually right now, Dave, is the Russell 2000 uh, up 1.1 percent, or almost twenty dollars. So, so, good news there. Uh, we've got some good news on the other front as well. Silver up two and a quarter percent, Dave, uh, back up over twenty four to twenty four dollars and fifty eight cents an ounce, uh, and gold's up a little over one percent, almost one point one percent, eighteen hundred and forty five dollars. And crude oil is heading down this morning 1.3% to $79.16 a barrel right now.
1: Well, I'm glad to have that because I was over 80 for a couple three days in there and didn't enjoy it one tiny little bit. So I'm glad to have it happen. This is uh, We talk about all the ups and downs, and yeah, the odds are in favor of an increase in the equities market this year. But uh, then again... You know, gambling is really done best in casinos instead of with your retirement plans. How do I get a hold of you to be able to get the risk out of mine?
0: You know, Dave, that's exactly the reason that we developed the core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to schedule your core retirement analysis, where we'll look to see how much risk you got and if you're on the right track for that retirement. And then join us this weekend for the Stadler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk, 730,
1: 95.3 FM. All righty, and we will be back here tomorrow morning to update everybody as to what happened today and what's likely to affect your money in the week ahead. Philip, thank you so much. Again, a very happy New Year to you. Appreciate you joining me.
0: All right, buddy. Have a great day.
1: Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler.
0: Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us. And again, I want to tell you, happy new year. You know, it is, uh, today's Tuesday, it's January 3rd. Uh, I do have some meetings to attend um, the rest of this week. So I'll be out uh, until Monday the 9th. But uh, looking forward to it, because once I'm back then, I'm in the seat for quite a while. So uh, with that being said, have a happy new year. And uh, May 2023 be a blessed year for you as we continue on this journey towards retirement. Again, join us again on Monday. So long.